0: Last week, Hong Kong marked one year since protests erupted against the government's controversial extradition bill, which began with one million people marching in defiance on June 9th. And one year on, China recently passed this controversial national security law, and that has reinvigorated the protest movement. Protesters who now have to navigate a police force which has shown intolerance for demonstrators have returned to the streets to demand greater autonomy for the territory. And today, we are speaking with Joshua Wong, one of Hong Kong's most prominent pro-democracy activists, to hear more about the movement and what it's trying to achieve. Hello. Hello. Thank you for Hello. joining us, Joshua. I know it's a very busy time for you, so we appreciate you uh, being on air with us. So uh, it's been one year, Joshua, since the uh, anti-government protest broke out uh, in response to the extradition bill last June. Uh, how would you evaluate the achievements made by the anti-government movement so far?
1: Uh, with more than two out of seven million population took to the street in 2019, it just triggered tremendous pressure on Beijing to uh, completely withdraw the controversial extradition bill on last September. So the summer of 2019 is really remarkable and just let the world know that how Hong Kongers shouldn't kowtow to the authoritarian regime.
0: How Hong Kong will not kowtow to the uh, authoritarian regime let's talk about some of the uh, examples then of uh, authoritarianism we are hearing reports of hong kong authorities beefing up police forces in response to the protests whether it's more manpower or giving them more equipment to to for them to be able to crack down more heavily on the protesters in your observation there in hong kong what actions has the government uh, Taken so far to, to counter your movement?
1: Uh, as we are aware, Hong Kong is a city with only 7 million population. But in the uh, past year, uh, more than 9,000 people were arrested, 1,600 people were prosecuted, hundreds of them were already physically locked up in prison. And the youngest arrested person is at the age of 11, to still a primary school kid. The oldest one is at the age of 84. So that's the cross-generation suppression from the generation of baby boomers to millennials. And I also have to emphasize that when young lady is being gang raped by riot police after joining protests, uh, how high school students being fired by live-run uh, university students died in the protest zone because of being fired by tear gas. What's experiencing by Hong Kong is right now is just like what happened 33 years ago, in korea and
0: for four decades ago in guangzhou yeah and so you, you're telling us some very very serious and disturbing allegations in regards to the the violence and the crackdowns even even with uh, rape and uh, as, as you point out uh, here in korea we did suffer from that same tide of brutal authoritarian crackdown especially with the uh, the guangzhou uh, democratic movement uh, in 1980 um As you've been able to kind of um, gauge the strategies going forward with the protest movement, how would you say the protests have evolved uh, one year on? Because I know that there's been some people will say it's a mix, but... uh, I think there is sort of this idea that at least the extradition bill was taken off the table. But now you have this uh, recent uh, controversy over the new security law that was passed by Beijing and another bill that criminalizes the disrespect of uh, China's national anthem. So how how do you think the protests are going to counter that?
1: Uh, last summer, we enjoyed a remarkable achievement to force Beijing withdraw the controversial bill. And on last November, 85% of the seats in the district council, won by pro-democratic camp, which implied the silent majority in Hong Kong stand on the side of fellow protesters. But few weeks ago, Beijing just announced that they need to implement the national security law in Hong Kong, and with the anti-subversion regulation, it's just kind of speech crime. In the previous day, if we call on President Xi to step down in Hong Kong, we still enjoy freedom of speech. But later on, we might be targeted. Once this law is implemented in Hong Kong, even we call on President Xi to step down in Hong Kong, such a global city, we might be locked up in jail with such anti-subversion regulations. But the threat can't defeat Hong Kong to make an even stronger determination. So on the upcoming summer, we are planning to mobilize people back to the street again and also call for international allies to sever Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, and we'll get to the uh, the call for international allies, uh, especially here in South Korea. Uh, but uh, in terms of what China is trying to do, in your view, with their strategy, what do you think the intention is with the national security law? Because you mentioned that uh, Hong Kong and, and people like yourself, you should enjoy the freedom of free speech, even if you call for uh, President Xi Jinping. To, to step down, how autonomous then uh, would Hong Kong be? Uh, especially because uh, one thing that was um, of note uh, here in Korean media was that uh, uh, the authorities in Hong Kong banned any visuals or commemoration of the uh, Tiananmen Square massacre anniversary earlier this month. And so I was wondering what your reactions to all of that uh, recent uh, happenings were.
1: It people in Hong Kong can commemorate the Tiananmen Square Master. What's the difference of Hong Kong and China? And that's also the reason why one country, two system already turned into one country, one system. And when Beijing broke the promise of the Sino-British Joint Declaration, that's the international treaty registered in United Nations. I think it's the time for the world to realize that if China or Beijing can do, uh, can do this to Hong Kong, they can also do the same to Taiwan, to Japan, to South Korea, or other country in Asia, to expand its soft power around Asia Pacific.
0: So, are you saying that uh, what what China is doing to Hong Kong right now can spread to uh, what we talk about back in the old uh, ancient period, with with China being the so-called central kingdom, and uh, we had various countries in East Asia who served as vassal states. To China, right? Tributary countries like, uh, like Korea was in the past. What you're saying is that China actually believes in the long term that they can reestablish that kind of uh, imperial order within Northeast Asia, which would include countries like uh, South Korea and Japan, and not to mention Taiwan?
1: Uh, exactly. Chinese imperialism might widespread when China becomes the second largest superpower power to silence the voice of other countries. And how Beijing violates on international order or liberal values, which is really insane, and just trigger tremendous backfire, not only in Hong Kong but also global community. So I think now is the time for general public in South Korea and also uh, politicians, no matter in the parliament or in the government, uh, should also reconsider how they could or they should take a tough stand to oppose the evil law. Implement in Hong Kong because the first is Hong Kong, the next is Taiwan, and later on is the rest of Asia.
0: Yeah, I mean, those are very sobering words indeed, and and you wonder what the resistance would be uh, should it come to that kind of reality, and uh, I I guess according to you, uh, it might be inevitable or even difficult to resist once uh, uh, Beijing gains that much power. Then talking about how some of the Western countries have been trying to deal with this situation, uh, the the U.S. administration has reacted. They are warning that Hong Kong will no longer enjoy um, special status when it comes to trade and that uh, there would then treat Hong Kong as a territory basically the same way uh, that they treat uh, China in terms of those kind of um, special uh, privileges that they enjoy. Uh, I-, I know that the economy is still very important in Hong Kong, obviously. Uh, you have said that that would affect people doing business in Hong Kong as well?
1: Um when the national security law is implying they are not only targeting uh political activists or journalists it's also damaging the economic freedom and the free flow of capital i would say that with the national security law implemented in hong kong uh how the free market free port might not exist anymore because with the great firewall like set up in hong kong the internet censorship uh such uh, great firewall might also Employed uh, in Hong Kong, it will just result in a uh, negative impact to the uh, financial market in Hong Kong. Also, one point I would like to add is uh, when, uh, from the perspective of Beijing, uh, how uh, the trade market uh, fluctuation, but also being recognized as a threat to national security, even businessmen might be targeted under the new evil law.
0: So that being said, do, do you disagree then with the uh, U.S. Uh, Trump administration's threat to remove the special status, the special trade status of Hong Kong, and you feel that it's going to hurt um, Hong Kong people more than it would actually hurt Beijing?
1: Uh, I believe it will. If partial economic sanction exists and apply to Hong Kong, it will generate a more uh, negative impact to red capital and so Beijing school than uh, general public uh, in Hong Kong, especially if Hong Kong has no difference with mainland China. How can we justify that Hong Kong can still enjoy the special economic entity uh, uh, with a unique status? So if Beijing can't win the trust from the global community because of the implementation of the national security law, I think Beijing needs to result and face the penalty seriously. But more important is we are calling on Global Alliance to put pressure on Beijing to stop the implementation of the national security legislation. And we are demanding the world uh, to realize that when time is running out in Hong Kong, it seems to be now or never.
0: I imagine then you have similar opinions then with, um, let's say, for example, the UK's decision to, to grant special uh, visa status to Hong Kong residents like yourself. I, I guess the implication being that uh, if, you, if you want to leave, you can leave and you have a, a place to go to in the UK. That doesn't necessarily then address the situation of uh, the fight for uh, human rights and, and uh, democratic ideals for Hong Kong. Or do you feel that what the UK is also offering is uh, um, part of the solution?
1: Providing lifeboat for Hong Kong, which is a good move. But more important is instead of uh, finding the last resort or last uh, solution or way out, more critical right now is to put pressure and send a clear, firm warning signal to Beijing, stop the implementation of the national security law in Hong Kong. Anti-suppression regulation in the previous day have already used by the authorities to arrest the culture and lock Liu Xiaobo, the Nobel Peace Prize winners, and other in prison. If they do the same to Hong Kong, Hong Kong will turn to be the nightmare, just like what happened in Xinjiang and Tibet.
0: And uh, let's uh, turn the attention then to um, the role South Korea can play in this. Joshua, because uh, there were some comments that that you made recently. It was quite widely reported here in Korean uh, media. Uh, This appeal to uh, the South Korean President Moon Jae-in to to be on Hong Kong's side. Uh, You you mentioned how President Moon also has experience as being a human rights lawyer. Uh, Some people in the media took it, and especially I I think the uh, people who don't support the current government, they took that as uh, you being critical of President Moon Jae-in for, for standing silent on the issue. And it, it, it kind of became a bit of a com- political controversy here in Korea. Can you just clarify what you meant about um, uh, your, your, your hope that or your, your um, urging and appeal to the president and, and the South Korean government to play a more active role in Hong Kong?
1: I never wish uh, Hong Kong uh, would be taken advantage by any politician around the world. And I think it should be really important to seek for bipartisan support in different countries, no matter in the United States in the United Kingdom, in South Korea or japan
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just like in Japan, more than hundred uh MPs uh already issued a statement to oppose the law implemented in Hong kong, and uh, even the prime minister uh a also uh Issue a statement to oppose the legislation. I think now is the critical timing. Also, be will be a good move uh, for President Moon uh, to issue the statement to support Hong Kong people or at least uh, oppose uh, how this implementation of uh, national security law will damaging the status of Hong Kong as an Asian financial hub. Because now, of course, I know uh, leaders in different countries, if they... Uh, choose to criticize Beijing, they might face pressure. But now it's not only about political rights, it's also about the economic interest of the South Korean uh, company in Hong Kong. And when Hong Kong will be the place that will break firewall, and even I remember Facebook CEO claimed that mm. Mark Zuckerberg could not guarantee after the law implemented in Hong Kong, can they still provide the service of Facebook and WhatsApp to Hong Kong. So, when Hong Kong is a place that with the great firewall, people can't access the free flow of information, of course, it will also affect the interests of uh, different countries uh, from Asia to Hong Kong.
0: And your, your view is that uh, for the South Korean President Moon Jae in, and, and you mentioned uh, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, but enough. Global leaders uh, come out uh, with public uh, statements opposing um, these moves by Beijing, including the uh, new national security law, that that would put enough pressure on on, uh, Beijing. Because as you know, um, Beijing has faced a lot of criticism with the way they treat the, the, the Uyghur population, uh, their Muslim minority population, the way they treat um, their Tibetan population and then subvert their uh, autonomy. And it seems like Beijing just ignores all this criticism. Uh, Do do you feel that at least in the Hong Kong contest it could be more successful?
1: Uh, In the Hong Kong contest, it would be more successful and more uh, critical right now because uh, Xinjiang uh, or Tibet uh, are not the global financial hub, but Hong Kong is. Mm. So, when the financial status of Hong Kong is being strongly eroded by Beijing, of course, that matters for the world. So, when more than 20 world leaders, no matter President Trump, uh, Prime Minister for, uh, from UK, Boris Johnson, or uh, uh, the representative of the European Union uh, from the European Parliament, uh, Taiwan President Chai, uh, or how other uh, leaders in Asia, Europe, and uh, etc, also uh, issued a statement showing the concern and worry of one country two system, turning with one country one system. I think that would be a great time for the President in South Korea, also show the concern that uh, how the erosion of the un- universal value in Hong Kong is matter for the world.
0: Right, and, and uh, you have often cited South Korea, uh, especially in light of the protest movement. I know that uh, uh, previously uh, there have been a lot of uh, comparisons made uh, with the uh, the massive candlelight uh, protests here in South Korea, which resulted in the impeachment and the uh, ouster of the uh, corrupt president Park Geun-hye, uh, leading to the democratically elected president um, Moon Jae-in right now. And you've also cited um, the, the Gwangju Democrats democratic movement in 1980 as being one of the uh, sources of benchmarking or inspiration for uh, your protest movement there uh, as you know very well in Korea it was a quite a long struggle for democracy it took a, a number of years do you when you when you look at the history of South Korea and its struggle for democracy uh, do you also feel that uh, Hong Kong is going to go down that similar path and and the this this struggle that you are undertaking could be years in the making
1: uh, Hong Kong people continue to fight for free elections uh, since three decades ago, of course, even earlier than before. Yeah. And I just remember on uh, 16th of June in 2019, when two million people talked to the streets, Beijing still echoed our voice. Some of us feel depressed and disappointed. But uh, uh, lots of Hong Kongers just remember the night assembly in South Korea continued for more than 20 times and finally uh, forced uh, the leaders to step down and also enhance the uh, remarkable achievement of impeachment. And lots of Hong Kongers say that uh, if one rally with two million people can't force the leader to step down, we need to learn from people in South Korea, continue uh, to have protest rally every week until the day we enjoy the achievement. So finally, from the second week of June in 2019 until the mid of September, uh, almost three months, Hong Kongers just learned from the practice of people in South Korea of the candlelight strike, which results in impeachment. And in Hong Kong, because of the uh, lesson we learned from South Korea, we also continue and persist for three months and result in such a controversial bill uh, is being withdrawn by right. such authoritarian government. So I think how people in South Korea really help us and uh, encourage us a lot.
0: And final question, just briefly, because I know you said before you don't want to be the source of any political uh, fighting uh, going on in other countries. But there was this fake news that was circulating um, with the uh, conservative lawmaker here, uh, Yun Sang-hyun, who claimed that uh, he had a meeting with you and, and uh, you guys agreed on a lot of things. Can you just clarify in English for our audience in Korea uh, what exactly happened there?
1: Uh, fake news. Uh, exist in a uh, different country, no matter if it's authoritarian, under authoritarian regime or under uh, democratic system. And I never heard about the name of that conservative normaker. So suddenly some journalists told me that I have scheduled the appointment or meeting with him and later on the meeting is canceled, etc. But when I've never heard of his name, how can I uh, arrange any meeting with him? So I think... Uh, such misleading propaganda is being released and widely reported in some of the propaganda with a political uh, agenda, I am quite disappointed. And I wish no matter in Japan, Taiwan or South Korea, we could also seek for bipartisan support because supporting Hong Kong is not about the matter of left or right, it's about the matter of right or wrong. And uh, how uh, we watched the movie of the 1987 uh, when the days come, it really impressed. lots of right. us continuing the fight uh, to confront the crackdown from the regime.
0: Well, uh, there you go, clarifying once again. Uh, never heard of the name uh, Yun Sang Hyun uh, before those media reports came out. Joshua Wong, uh, thank you for your time. We wish you the best of luck, and hopefully, uh, we'll have a chance to connect with you again soon. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye.